And I was talking to her about where it might be. And she was like, wait, remind me when you traveled. And I was like, oh, I got in yesterday. And she's like, your bag wouldn't be down here. (laughs) She goes, these are all the bags we've had for like over 145 days. Quinn, I would have taken so much stuff. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. I'm trying to fly there and pretend I lost something. No, Becky, you can go (laughs) shopping. Oh, my God. Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're Quinn Quinn and And we're we're Becca. Becca. And welcome to Manic Pixie Jump Scare, a podcast where we, (laughs) (laughs) where Becca and I talk openly about our shared delusions passions and love for each other yeah oh my god yeah oh my goodness quinn yeah back at it it's been so long i know for us it has not, not been so a much long for the time. listeners yeah it has not been a long time yeah. for the viewers and that is all by design um yeah <laughs> we have fragmented your reality yeah and so <laughs> um you guys have been hearing the podcast like there's no um big disruption back in yeah. lives like there's nothing going on really but um Ooh. we have not actually recorded for close to a month or no. Wow, that's crazy. Like a regular episode we haven't recorded for close to a month. Um, yeah. Definitely like three weeks. But um, mm-hmm. yeah. It's crazy. Yes. Because, I mean, the reason <sighs> is because, Quinn, you've kind of been not in America lately. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say that, yeah. Yeah. You've been actually so many places and it's... It's actually fascinating to me because I've actually been in Pennsylvania this whole time (laughs) and I hadn't realized the extent to which your journey would be like you are so many places just already. Mm -hmm. I I first want to know. Well, I want to know everything about this time that we haven't communicated in really. I mean, Uh every once in a while, but not crazy. Yes. Um, I want to know like everywhere you've been because also I need to know. This like so you're with a solo travel group, right? So I was. So I'll I'll take you back to the beginning. Yeah, so please do. I left the United States. I'm pulling up a calendar because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um I left the United States on September second, or at least I was okay. scheduled to. Yeah, my journey was supposed to start on September second, which mm-hmm. was a Friday. So my first uh, kind of foray is I was doing a um, solo travel like group, which takes a bunch Mm -hmm. of solo travelers and um, makes it so they can like travel in a group together, which is really cool. Um, And I first did that in Greece. So Greece was my first stop. So like a couple months ago when I was looking for my flight, to Greece, I looked, I live like between BWI and Philadelphia airport, like at home. Mm -hmm. Um, And BWI is Baltimore for those of you who don't know. 
Um, Philadelphia is definitely closer. Um, mm-hmm. But like I just checked BWI and the flights were like significantly cheaper. Um, and That's so I booked out of BWI. And so the day has come. I'm stressed the fuck out because I'm about to leave the country for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, my mom drives me to the airport. And then I go to the airport. I like get through security, all that kind of stuff. And I go to the gate. Um, and my flight was supposed to take off from, I was supposed to fly from Baltimore to Boston and then Boston to Athens, Greece. Um, mm-hmm. And so my first flight was supposed to take off at 420. And so rock on. Yeah, rock on exactly. <laughs> okay, nice. And, and so my first flight starts to get delayed. But um literally they start to board people like before, and then they're like, oh guys, actually we're delaying the flight. Like people were literally seated on the flight, not me yet, but like some people were and then they were like oh no just kidding guys you have to come off the plane now actually um yeah and so (laughs) that really should have been my first sign that things were about to go wrong awry yeah yeah and so um yeah so we go and the flight's late but I'm not freaking out about it because the flight to Boston's like from BWI is like maybe an hour and a half like mm-hmm. up and down and so like mm-hmm. I was like oh I have plenty of time because my flight to Athens wasn't taking off until like 11 at night yeah um and so I'm cool as a cucumber and so yeah. I like go have dinner oh my god and then that dinner was also like topsy topsy turvy because I ordered a beer because <laughs> um, I was Whoa. like vacation starting <laughs> um and so then I ordered like food too because I was mm-hmm. hungry and then it had been like 20 minutes and I hadn't gotten my food and I was like okay and so then these people came up to the bar and they were like oh can we like sit and the bartender was like yeah but just so you know our kitchen is closed right now oh and she said that after I had like ordered. And so like then I got her and I was like, so I know you said the kitchen's closed, but am I still going to like get my food that I ordered? And she was like, oh, yeah. And so then she has to literally like go <laughs> and get someone because nobody's in the kitchen for some reason. Also, it's like six o'clock by this point. Like they had closed their kitchen at like 6 p.m. Um, yeah. And so she's like, oh, let me go and get, you know, the one of the cooks <laughs> and so Clock him back in. Yeah, let, me, let me let me bring her back actually yeah. and so she um she does that and mm-hmm. I got the um and so she made sure like the tacos were like made for me and stuff and then off that whole situation the tacos got comped and then I got an extra free beer and so the whole meal hey. ended up being like eight dollars and so I was like okay slay <laughs> So I was like, I can't, I can't stop winning at this point, actually, basically. Literally. Um, and so then I go back to the gate and there is literally, this was kind of a cruel joke too. There's like two gates right next to each other. The gate right next to mine has a flight that has taken off to Boston already. <laughs> like, cool. like a That's flight so that like boarded <laughs> after ours, but ours is delayed like even more at this point. And, like, mm-hmm. people from our flight, like, jump ship onto this flight, a couple of them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so our flights just keep getting delayed. And they're like, yeah, there's just an issue with one of the monitors on the plane. They're like, it's not a safety issue or anything. And so. Um, so then let's go. Yeah, so then <laughs> let's go. Um, and they were not giving like any answers. They were so cagey about like everything. Um, yeah. And so we just had to like wait. And we weren't sure if the flight was going to get canceled. We weren't sure about like anything. And so it was just like slowly and slowly. I was like, oh, like I'm not like coming to the realization. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm this not going to make this flight. But I'm like nothing. But like. I've never been through anything like this before. And so I was like, okay. And then I got to one point where they're like, okay, we're just going to um, start the process of like rebooking you on to a different flight because it got to the point awesome. where like, I wasn't, I was going to miss my flight in Boston. And mm-hmm. so then they, cause I scheduled myself to get there on, because I knew the airlines have been doing whatever this summer. So I, when I scheduled my flights, I gave myself like a day to get over there. Um, like I gave, I was supposed to be there like 24 hours before like the group met anyway. Mm -hmm. And so they, um, they tell me to, cause I was like, well, should I just stay here or should I like go through to Boston? And they were like, well, you should go through to Boston cause you'll be able to get a flight out of there sooner. Um, mm-hmm. because it's like a big like travel hub and that's where like the direct yeah. flights from Boston to Athens are from. And so then I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. So they book me. Um, they actually can't book me a direct flight because fun fact, um, direct flights from Boston to Athens only run on weekdays and not the weekends. And so now since I'm flying on a Saturday as opposed to a Friday, <laughs> I oh would do God. it. Yes. So it's like a nightmare. Um, it's already shaping out to be a little bit of a nightmare, <laughs> but it's what they can do. So then I fly to Boston mm-hmm. um, and then I get there after the plane has taken off and they put me up in a hotel and um yeah, so I sleep in a hotel for the night and then mm-hmm. I go back to the airport in the morning. Um, basically because there's like nothing else I can do. And I flew out, I want to mm-hmm. say a little past 5 p.m. And then I was stopping in Paris and then Oh, we oui, oui. Yeah, stopping in Paris and then going mm-hmm. to Athens. And so I had checked my bag, and so my like luggage isn't with me, which is fine at this point, because I'm like, oh, it's just like an overnight whatever um mm-hmm. and so then I go to I was flying with let's say their names Delta um yeah <laughs> my Criminals. first experience yeah my first experience <laughs> flying with Delta um mm-hmm. not amazing mm-hmm. to be honest so but the rest of my flights were on Air France which is like owned by Delta but not really but I don't I still don't know how it all works but yeah I go to the Delta desk in the airport and I give them my passport and they're like, mm, you're not on a Delta flight. You're on an air France flight. You have to go down to the air France desk. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. And so then I walk down to air France, nobody there, <laughs> just nobody at the desk. Hello. <laughs> I was like, Hello. <laughs> and it, it kind of made sense because they didn't have any flights flying out until like my flight was like the first, of their flights for the day. Um, and mm-hmm. so there was, and it's like noon at this point and that's not till five. So it makes sense that they're not like there fully, 
Um, I don't know. Maybe have like one person. Yeah, maybe just, just, you just know. like tell people what to do. <laughs> yeah, but not having 24 hour service, let me tell you, very European. Anyways, um, <laughs> we come when we come. We want to come, we come. We oh don't want to come, God. we don't come. Oh my God. Literally. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so I'm like running back and forth between like Delta and Air France. Like my mom's on the phone at one point, like asking like all this stuff. And so eventually somebody, I like waited out long enough and somebody comes to Air France. And so I get checked in, I get like my boarding pass and stuff. And I asked them, I'm like, okay, so my bag, I gave them my luggage tag too. Cause I want to, I'm like, so my bag will like follow me. Right. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. <laughs> they're um, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> and so then I go through security again. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, and this is, this is so, this is actually good. So I go through security I get a full inspection, like pat down of both my groin area as mm-hmm. well as my buttocks. And yeah. um, it's humiliating, right? No, yeah. Literally. <laughs> I no, have to have I, it done because I can't go through the scanner with my pump. <gasps> so you would think they like pull you aside. No, just the middle of everyone. They just, they just, oh no, I made him do it in the middle of everyone. <laughs> no, no, because I was listening to a podcast and they were like, they were like, oh, when somebody asks you to do that, just make them do it in public. Like, if they want to do that, they have to do it, like, in front of everybody. Because if they grope you, people are going to see. And so I was very, I don't think there's a way not to grope you when, like. They have to grope they you. They have to. But in America, I found that in America, they would be like, okay, so I'm going to put my hand in your upper thigh. In mm-hmm. Europe, they were just like, boom, 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 like, smacking me around, spinning boom, me. Boom, boom. <laughs> they were like, go. Oh, my God. I Yeah, I've not I've not had the pleasure of doing it in Europe yet. But, Europe yet. Yeah. Um, it will happen. No. So I get the full, like, inspection. Like, he even has mm-hmm. to go, the TSA agent even has to go, like, in my waistband and do one of these. <laughs> like, Classic. Um, yeah. And fully, like, touches my genitals a couple times, like, with his hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so... <laughs> Yes, that was that was the first thing. Awesome. <laughs> Second thing, I have my backpack, which is like my carry-on with me. Mm-hmm. And my I brought like a nicer pair of shoes. I have like two pairs of shoes, my sneakers, and then like my like Doc Martin like loafery kind of things. Mm-hmm. And so I have those at the very bottom of my bag because I'm like, oh, I don't need them in the airport at any point, so it's good. They pull my bag at like TSA and he wants to like do the shoes and so I literally see this man unpack my entire backpack pull (laughs) everything out and and then like go down to the shoes I literally have underwear like underwear roll half my underwear is rolled up in my shoes oh boy um and he takes all that out too and he's like wiping the thing he like has a little wand thingy that he's like wiping it with himself (laughs) Bag tour. <laughs> yeah, literally. And so my <laughs> entire bag gets emptied out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually packed it back quite nicely. Like I still ha- did have to go back in and like, you know, mm-hmm. fix things, but like not as bad as you would have thought. Okay. And okay. so I lived through that and I'm still having mm-hmm. plenty of time. And so I'm like, okay, work. Um, and so, yeah. And then, so everything with the next flight kind of goes off without a hitch. Um, so All I get right. on my flight. Um, I'm going to Paris. 
the person in front of me, literally a war criminal, I want to say, because mm. on international flights, the seats recline so much. Mm. And something about me on an international flight, I'm watching a movie, babe, because mm-hmm. it's, it's the best place to watch a movie because you can't use your phone. Yeah. And you have a screen like right in front of you, like really near yeah, your face. It's right there. Yeah, yeah. So I watched two movies. I watched King Richard. Very good, by the way. Okay. And I watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I immediately texted Becca upon my arrival <laughs> in Paris and said, you need to watch this movie, actually. It's been on my watch list for a while. Oh, my God. Though. No, Becca. In the, in the similar <laughs> way to Julia Fox is what would happen if we invested a person. Barb and Star goes to Vista Del Mar is like what we would write a movie about. <laughs> like perfect perfect okay oh my god it, it's it's kind of genius um and I've known about it for a long time too but I didn't know like one of the main components of it it's crazy um okay and so yeah but the person in front of me literally like maybe an hour to two hours in fully reclines their seat mm. and I tried to recline mine but it just wasn't working I don't know if I wasn't doing something right um so first of all my screen's like here like on my body <laughs> I'm doing a yeah. visual for the podcast but my screen is like I'm like <laughs> staring down at it now so like my viewing experience is a little impeded yeah. um and I'm I'm a long-legged girl and so mm-hmm. you know normally you know my knees are already up against like the see and so you know the chair is just like digging into my knees and stuff and so I'm just like okay oh and of course because I was rebooked I'm in it's a nine row section I'm in the middle section in the middle seat so I'm dead ass and I had booked myself window seats like I like so that that was another terrible yeah and so um yeah and then this person in front of me like they were sleeping which like good for them I'm not the girl that sleeps on flights um Mm -hmm. but then they started like adjusting to like get comfortable and so they would do like like pull themselves up and back and fucking like body slam their chair and therefore like my knees and I was like oh my god you are actually a terrorist like we should be (laughs) the air marshal should take you out of the investigating you you are planning something um (laughs) I definitely would have brought that back the yaga for them (laughs) pull their head real hard they had short short hair too so there was nothing like that I would make it work oh my god I would have found a way. Anyway, so then we land in Paris. Mm -hmm. Um, The sun is rising in Paris. It was beautiful to watch from the airport. From the security line that was so fucking long. um, So long, always. Yeah, so I'm in the security line to like scan my passport. Mm -hmm. And my flight to Athens is at like, I want to say like 6.15 or something. And it's like 5.30 at this point. So I'm like, okay, I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And then I finally like get through the security line. Like multiple people were getting upset at like the flight attendant, like all all the airport workers. But at this point, I've just accepted that like, you know, things are going wrong. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I scan my passport and then I walk to my gate and I have missed my flight to Athens. <laughs> the, yeah. fl- the flight was still like, 
I think waiting, but like they were like, oh yeah, we closed doors. And so then they were still like super nice about it. And then like there was another flight going to Athens a few hours later. So I just got on that one. Mm-hmm. And then finally on that flight, um, I touched down in Athens. Um, and so, yeah, we're there. It's amazing. Um, until I go to the luggage carousel and my bag never comes up. Um, and now I was pretty sure this was going to happen because when I, I bought, um, and guys, this is something I will plug. I bought Apple air tags for my, like my belongings and stuff. And so they're basically like trackers. Mm-hmm. And so they show you where things that are. And so yeah. I checked them when I was taking off from Boston and I took off out of terminal E. Mm-hmm. My bag came up as being in like terminal A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not like, oh, today at 8.30 a.m. No, like now, like I'm sitting on the plane and my bag is in terminal A. And so I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I don't see her making it with me. I am like, uh, so I was a little prepared for this. So I'm not like completely dumbfounded. And so then when I get to Athens, there's like, no, like, I don't think the bag is like at all picking up. It was like last seen today, at like whatever time. Mm-hmm. And so then I go to like baggage tracing at the Athens airport. Oh my goodness. And this is my first encounter with Greek culture and something yeah. I think would be helpful for everybody to know about Greeks in particular, mm-hmm. no hurry. Really? No, <laughs> no, nothing. Nothing's an emergency. Nothing's you know <laughs> dire. Everything's okay. just kind of like okay. Like everybody's just kind of calm. Everybody's or not not even calm, but like everybody's just kind of like moving at their That's own pace. Lot. You yeah. know, <laughs> um, all this stuff. And so, oh, also like people were cutting lines. Like it was just like dealing with this whole process was like chaotic. So I wait in this line for like about 30 minutes. I finally get someone to help me. Um, (laughs) Please help me. And then she helps me for like two minutes. We start the process and she's like, actually I have to go help this other person. There was this blonde woman there. She's, she was like an icon to me a little bit. She's this blonde woman wearing like monochromatic pink. And she was just kept like cutting the line and like coming back. They must have lost her bags, but she was like talking to them and she like, she just kept, and we were all like, what does she have like on these people at baggage tracing? And she keeps like cutting the line and like usurping all of us basically. Yeah. <laughs> because she came back multiple times and the lady stopped helping me so she could help her. And so I'm like, what the fuck okay, is going ma'am. on? Um, Sounds like a lot like me, to be honest. Literally. <laughs> No, it was like, no, I was like, that's back in 30 years. Um, Word. And so I eventually get like a, like a report filed. And so then I'm like, well, okay. Um, And so then I, yeah, I get in a cab and go to my hotel. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then my trip like fully starts like that night. Like I meet up with my group, we go to dinner, all that kind of stuff. And I have the clothes on my back <laughs> um, oh my goodness, and yeah. everything in my carry-on, which luckily, as I said earlier, there was underwear in my carry-on. So like, hey, <laughs> good. Um, <laughs> That's all you truly need. 
And so, yeah, and then I enjoy Athens, like, the whole next day. I get to know my group. We go out to dinner. It's a lovely experience. And then the next day, we did, like, a bunch of the historical stuff around Athens. So we saw um, the Acropolis and um, the Parthenon. And then we went and saw the Temple of Zeus, Hadrian's Wall, all this really cool stuff. Um, And so then, by that point, I look at my luggage and it had been in Amsterdam it had made it to Amsterdam at some point before that and so and then it had made it to Athens and so I was like oh it's at the Athens airport yay um cute and so I enjoyed the whole day like I go and get dinner and then I was talking to my mom because they were like, oh, well, like I gave them the address of my hotel and they're like, oh, we can like send it to your hotel once we get it. Um, and they're like, oh, we'll call you. And I hadn't gotten a call from them, but I saw it was at the airport. So I'm like, oh, OK. Um, so then my mom and I were talking and she was like, I would just go to the airport if I were you. <laughs> and so I was like, OK. <laughs> and so then I go back to the airport. It's like eight o'clock <laughs> in Greece mm-hmm. at this point. I go back to the airport. I go back to baggage tracing. And I, um, one fatal flaw I did make is I forgot my little like report, like the, the literal sheet of paper that they printed out. I get no email confirmation, nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, but I have a piece of paper <laughs> that shows yeah. my like case number on it. It has all the stuff about my bag, um, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. And so, um, it's like the one thing I leave like in my hotel room by accident. And so that made things harder to look up, but I don't think it actually would have helped. And so then <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, well, my tracker is showing us here. And they're like, well, you can just like look around at like the piles of bags we have over in baggage. And then if you don't right, find, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. If you don't find your bag in there, we can have security take you down to where we store the bags. Um, uh- and oh so God. then I looked through this one pile um, and I'm like, okay, they didn't go. They're like my bag's not over there. And she's like, okay, then go over to security and tell them you need to go down to like luggage. And I'm like, okay. So I go over to security. I'm literally, I'm like, okay, can somebody take you down there? And he's like, yeah, we'll, we'll um, take you down as soon as someone's available. Another fucking like 10 minutes. Like, and I see like multiple security people walking around. It's like, and I'm not, and I'm not like, I'm not saying I know how to run an airport, but I'm like, what is going on? Like, why can't any of these people help me? <laughs> they take me. <laughs> at one point, I was like standing up because at this point, I'm like, I'm like getting a little, you know, I'm like, I'm trying to mean business, and he's just mm-hmm. like, sir, you can sit down. This is gonna take a minute, and I was like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> sir. Did everyone yeah. speak? Everyone spoke English. There was everybody like a... speaks English in Greece, basically. Yeah. Oh, um, I gotcha. And so, yeah. Um, but like mm, some people better than others, just, you know, <laughs> like anywhere else. And so yeah. um, I, so then a man comes and takes me down to luggage storage in like the bowels of the Athens airport. Mm-hmm. And so I go down there and he's, and they're like, okay, you can just search through the bags. They're giving me carte blanche. And I like, look, and there's this whole like corridor of like just bags and stuff. And then I like look and it's like a whole fucking room. And Becca, I'm not joking. There are hundreds of bags. (sighs) 
Wow. Yeah. And so, and not just bags, um, strollers, pet carriers, like all the stuff people like check yeah. through their final destination. It's like a great. I would have taken so much stuff. I would have said <laughs> so much stuff was mine. <laughs> oh, no, because like they weren't checked. Like I, like, I like, fully could have, but yeah. so I started looking, I start, I search the whole room at least twice. I'm going to say, yeah. And I'm like, none of these look like my bag, but it's like, it's not helpful because first of all, my bag's black. It's a black Samsonite bag. So of the like hundreds of bag of like the 500 bags, maybe they're in there, 475 of them are that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm like, I easily could have missed it. I'm fucking jet lagged. I'm like doing all this shit. And so anyway. Yeah. So I look through and there's this, of course, with all these bags, there's one person working on processing all of them. Yeah. And I was talking to her about where it might be. And she was like, wait, remind me when you traveled. And I was like, oh, I got in yesterday. And she's like, your bag wouldn't be down here. (laughs) She goes, these are all the bags we've had for like over 145 days. Quinn, I would have taken so much stuff. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. (laughs) I'm trying to fly there. And pretend I lost something. No, Becky, you can go <laughs> shopping. Oh my god! Apparently, you can just show up and say oh. that you lost oh, your bag. Oh, there's oh, oh, there's nothing. Oh, there's nothing. <laughs> um, wow. And so, oh, I fully believe at the Athens airport too. So then I'm like, okay, my bag's not here. And so then I go back up. I look for more of those fucking piles in security. I'm searching through baggage claim, trying to find yeah. my bag, and I'm just yeah. like, it's not happening. And so then. I like, talked to baggage tracing and they're like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And this is the one point where I started like, cause I'm, you know, I like, it's none of these workers fault that like my bag is lost. Like, you know, yeah. it's, it's ultimately very much bigger things, but at this point I'm starting to get frustrated and I'm not one of those people that's going to yell at like a worker or anything, but I do at this point, I do start to get a little stern and I start to try to make things seem a little bit more dire. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I literally leave Athens tomorrow. Like I will not be in Athens after tomorrow because that was true. Cause we were going yeah. to like the islands. And so I was like, I won't be in Athens. So what, like, how do I get my bag back? And they're like, sorry, it's just what a lot of people are dealing with this summer. And so then I'm like, okay. So then I go up to like the check-in desk for Air France. Again, no one is there. (laughs) And so at that point, I'm like on the phone with my mom and I'm like, okay. Like, and she's like, oh my God, I was so, I was on the brink of tears, believe me. Yeah. And so she is like, she's like, okay, the best thing is to just go home at this point. And then, because we were also leaving at like, 5 a.m. to catch our ferry the next day and so like there's no like there's no coming back there's it's like 11 like I'm not like it's 11 p.m. so I'm like not gonna get sleep there's no coming back because that's the other thing the lady suggested she's like oh just come back tomorrow morning I'm like so I actually leave at five and she's like okay we'll just like come at four then and I'm like awesome and she basically (laughs) um and like she basically thought that the bag was like behind a wall and then it hadn't been like processed yet. And I was like, at one point I was like, okay, so can somebody take me behind the wall? And she's like, no. <laughs> I would have been like, let me clock in. <laughs> let me, let me start processing me shit. Start- <laughs> I, w- I will do the work for y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm here volunteering. <laughs> no, literally. And so then I like defeated, right? A taxi back. And like, 
the taxis from the airport are fucking expensive. It's like it's 40 euro each way. And so I'm like, Whoa. okay. Um Ooh. yeah, and so I spent a lot of fucking money on that. And so then I go back and then the next morning we get on a ferry. And also the the ferries are like cruise ships. Like they transport so many people and they're like Whoa. full on like cruise ships. And so we wait on the ferry for we get there at five. Or we get up at like we leave our hotel at like 5:30. We board the ferry at like 6 37 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We're on the ferry just to like 10 a.m. 10, 10 30. And we're like, we're all like, it's kind of weird that we haven't gone yet. And then they cancel the ferry due to like weather. <laughs> oh. And so we're like, everybody else is like bummed out, but I'm like, ooh, I have another chance to get my bag. Um, yeah, this might be perfect. We ended up getting back to Athens. And I like, there was, it was annoying because um, our tour guide was like, oh, well, we might be getting on a ferry tonight, but we also might have to wait until tomorrow morning. It just kind of depends. And so and the ferry was leaving at six and we wouldn't know till 4.30. And so I'm like, and so by the time I could have gone back to the airport, it's like, two o'clock and so I'm like I don't have time and so then I just completely break off from the group (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. I just like completely something about me is I will like disappear from a group it's like something people kept saying (laughs) on like the thing they're like you'll just fully like go off and do your own thing because I was fully like because at that point everybody was just like everybody like it was all starting to get to me a little bit and I was like I just need to be alone for like a couple hours. I need to do the solo part. And it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> and it's funny because it's like a group of adults. So like they don't like they care where you are, but not like every second. Yeah. <laughs> so like if there's nothing like actively going on, you can just kind of do whatever. And so yeah. I fully just like like there was a group, like a bunch, a group of us went out and got lunch. The group went like the other way back towards the hotel. I went like the complete opposite way. <laughs> and just like fucking, I didn't tell anybody where I was going. I just fucking like took off. Yeah. Good um, for you. And so then I found I found a store and I took this little Greek man and I directed him around the store at all the things I needed. <laughs> and I bought like a new mini wardrobe for my time in Greece. Um, well, doesn't the don't the airways then the airways? Don't, doesn't the plane have to refund you for the stuff you bought while your luggage was missing? I believe that's how it's supposed to work in theory. Um, yeah. But you that, should, yeah. Yes, that <laughs> assumes that I have one had the time to like be on the mm-hmm. phone with Air France or Delta or whoever is ultimately responsible for losing yeah. my luggage. Um, mm-hmm. I do have travel insurance, so I filed a claim with them. Good. Have not heard anything back. Should probably follow up on that. But because it was a lot of money I spent, like, and not even just on the, like, not even just on the clothes, but I ended up having to book ferries and accommodations and it it, like completely disrupted my travel plans. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, but anyway, so, um, yeah, so that is the bag saga. And then... Mm -hmm. I guess really quickly, I'll just do a rundown of kind of where I've been well, wait, so far. How, how, how'd you get your bag then? Well, we'll we'll get we'll we'll get oh, back okay, to that. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm like, oh my god. Okay. So, um, so then we so we started in Athens. Athens is really cool. Athens is um, kind of what I imagine like 
New York City was like before like Giuliani so like kind of like like cool definitely urban vibe but a little gritty like a little like a little seedy in some parts like not everything's so sanitized which is kind of cool um and so it was cool to like go around and see the sites but like other than like seeing the sites it doesn't seem like there's like a ton to like do like touristy stuff I don't know if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Because I was originally yeah. like, oh, we're only in Athens for like one day. But then it kind of made sense once I was there. Gotcha. And so then we end up getting on that six o'clock ferry. And so we take like a five hour ferry ride to Paros, which is an island oh, wow. in Greece. Okay. And so we get there in like the dead of night. It's pitch black outside. Um, mm-hmm. they like take us to our rooms and stuff and we all like pass out because we've been up since 5 a.m. and it's like past midnight at this point. Mm-hmm. And so then I like sleep until the next morning and then I wake up and like get dressed, get ready, all that kind of stuff. I open my door and it's like paradise outside. Like it's like blue <sighs> skies the white mm. buildings I can hear the ocean um and like it was like the most beautiful thing ever um Lovely. literally in one of my my Instagram posts for Paros if you guys want to go and look like the second slide like that was really just like the view when you stepped right outside of my hotel room like there are these wow. beautiful like Valentino pink flowers everywhere um, and so I was like, oh my goodness. And so then like, I like walked to breakfast and I was just like sitting there like staring because our hotel was like right off the beach too. So like, we were like, like you could literally see the water from like the like deck where you could like eat breakfast and stuff. Oh, so like I ate breakfast, yeah. like looking at the ocean. Um, I walked down to the beach to journal um, because as Becca told us, <laughs> journaling by bodies of water it's in so and and she was so right about that actually um (laughs) (laughs) and so yeah so paros was really fun um kind of like exploring the islands and stuff um you get to swim yes i did swim the ocean Um, so salty right yes um it was and then it was like it was like rocky at the bottom it wasn't like Mm -hmm. your it was sand but then there were also like rocks and stuff um Mm -hmm. It was beautiful. I had a beautiful experience swimming in the ocean. And then we actually had a cooking class, a Greek cooking class. Um, Wow. Yeah, it was so fun. This little Greek woman like ordered us all around the kitchen. It was very, it was a fun Mm. experience. Um, I drank a lot of wine um, (laughs) that night. Um, And we made like, oh, all this. uh, Greece is like the best food I've ever had in my life, actually. Like every meal I ate, I was just like, "Mm." like, (laughs) it was so good. Like Greek salads in Greece, y'all. Ooh, the feta, the tomatoes. I'm not even a big tomato person at home, but like I was eating like fully like quarters of tomatoes, like all the time. I was like, num, 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 eat it up. Um, Now, and this cooking class was crazy because like we start and they bring us like shots word <laughs> and so we're like doing shots and they're like guys if you ever need to take a break to like drink wine and stuff I literally took <laughs> three shots it tasted like tequila but I think it was like a traditional like Greek like drink but it tasted kind of like a less strong version of tequila okay. um so through the cooking class I ended up taking three shots because I was a little bit of a star student in the cooking class if I do say so myself oh I'm sure um, you were 
And so I ended up taking three shots and like drinking a bunch of wine during class. And so by the end of dinner, I'm like zooted. And then mm-hmm. we ended up going out that night, which was kind of, which was fun. Um, yeah, we went out one night in Paros. It was also weird because, okay, so in the group, it was like a group for solo travelers who could like all travel together. Mm-hmm. But the group was all people like in their late 20s or early 30s. <laughs> Like okay. the next oldest person on the trip was probably 26 or 27. Okay. And like a lot of people were just dead ass like 30, like years old. Like so many people had just turned 30. Wait, there's only four of you though? No, there are oh. 14 of us. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Like it's a bit, it's a pretty big group. And so, but I'm like, I'm like the baby by far. Like I'm 21 years, uh, like I'm 21 and they're all just Good like, oh my you. goodness. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, so we um are any of them cute? <laughs> um yes, but not for me. Okay. You know. Um, mm. boo, um <laughs> you never know though. Yeah, you never know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um and so yeah, Paris, we went out one night. Oh my god, when we went out, it was so fun because like 80s music is still so big here like there's this one bar we went to it was absolutely packed like this club absolutely packed but they were I did not care because they were playing like Donna Summer Taylor Dane tell it to my heart like oh my god it was like it was my heaven it was like I was like (laughs) I was like I'm yes and so that was very fun and so that was kind of Paros and then we went to Noxos um Mm -hmm which is another island. And then, um, anything notable? Oh my God. Noxus is where I took the fucking hike. (laughs) So there was this, there was this hike that our, Mm um, instructor wanted to take us on. Um, and it actually probably should be my jump scare. No, I'll save another story for my jump scare, but, um, my, uh, so we're on, she's like, she talks about taking us on this hike and she, had talked about us, uh, to us about it the night before and was like, mm-hmm. okay, but like, I realize you guys are on vacation. So some of you might not want to suffer. Like she literally used the word suffer <laughs> and we're all like, ha 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 ha. Um, oh, well. but there's actually some truth to that. Um, and so I'm one mm. of the dummies. It's like, Oh, I'll go on the hike. And so then we start <laughs> on this hike through like the mountain villages of like Noxos. Yeah. And so, cause like on islands, there'll be like coast towns and then they're like the mountain villages and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we're doing hikes through the, through the mountain villages, like fully for the first 15 minutes, just like uphill, like climbing stairs, like all this kind of stuff. And so I'm already like, <laughs> <laughs> big mistake. <laughs> and so then, um, it's a couple hours by this point. She's like, Oh, do you guys want to go up to the castle? Couple hours. Oh, 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 yeah. It was like five or six oh, hours. It's five man. or six hours. We're on this hike. Did you bring water? Yes, but like not yeah. enough because we were all like, well, what do we <laughs> not need? sufficient? She didn't like prepare us sufficiently. <laughs> Luckily, people had actual, and she had like brought electrolytes and stuff. But like, oh my god, oh my god. by god. the end, I was like scrounging water from people. I was like, oh, do you have water? And like, oh my god. Anyway. <laughs> Please. So she's like, do you guys want to go to the castle? And we're all like what castle and she's like oh it's up there and we like look and we're like so we don't see a castle and so she was talking (laughs) about like ruins and so another thing about our tour guide I loved her but like her her English wasn't like a maze like it wasn't like Mm. 
It wasn't like, per- appropriate. <laughs> yeah, some things definitely got lost in translation a little bit. Yeah, and so yeah. looking back, and we were like, yeah, well, I'll go up there. Like, let's do it. Like two people stayed behind. Um, but we were like, yeah, let's go up there. And sh- like looking back, we realized that like she was trying to like persuade us not to. like she was like she was like oh are you are you guys sure it's like a pretty far way up and like all this stuff and we're like no no no, let's do it and like we we all like later we were like was she just like trying to like warn us a little bit but like still make it feel like it was our decision um but she obliges to our wants and she takes Mm -hmm. us up and oh my god I and this is my first like hike hike ever like I never really like done anything like that like you know yeah and so we're just trekking up this fucking mountain like rocks like there isn't like a trail either like you're just like literally like Mm -hmm. climbing rocks at some points (laughs) and sometimes the rocks don't stay put and they're moving and you got to negotiate that I was like bending in ways that I didn't even know like I could like do and I'm literally oh, wearing wow. like sneakers like I'm not wearing like boots I'm not <laughs> doing any of this yeah my ankles are going right. every which way and at that point I start to realize like halfway up this mountain I start to realize I'm like oh like if anything happened to me up here like there's nothing that can be done really because there's not a road to like where we were and so like an ambulance can't come get me you'd have to be helicoptered Oh yeah, but there's like nowhere to fucking land either. And it's like, we're in like, a, <laughs> oh my God. It was like, I realized that oh too. And I was like, oh shit, like I better be, you know. And so eventually <laughs> we like climb up and we, do, I make it all the way to the fucking ruins. And it's really cool. We're 1300 feet like up, like above sea level. Oh my God. Um, yes. <laughs> and, so, and you start at zero? Uh, no, we started probably at like 500, I would say. But like, it was, it was, Ooh. it was, it was sizable. Still. And so then something they don't tell you about hiking, actually, Mm. getting down, is much harder than actually getting up. (laughs) Because like by the time I got up and I was like, okay, work, it's Mm. all gravy from here. Here I am. Getting down is actually much harder sometimes. Because you have to do that stupid little walk where you lean back and go really fast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, (laughs) oh, or, or, or you have to literally turn around back yourself up and go on all fours like backwards <laughs> oh <laughs> oh my god did a group of you do that yes like people actually i think i was the only person really using that method but i was like girl i'm not fucking because you know me becca something about me is i'm gonna fall <laughs> you're gonna fall and you're gonna fall hard and there's no literally no and i was fall. like i was like <laughs> i can't like that's not an option for me actually if i fall up here i'm fucking dead like <laughs> I, I was so I was like I kept saying to myself like I'm not gonna die here in Greece. I'm not gonna die here I'm not gonna die here oh like, my god I, you were scared you were no really I scared. was scared I was scared I'm like my mom is not gonna get called that I'm fucking dead in Greece on a mountain because I had to climb a fucking mountain like that's not gonna be my destiny chose um, to climb a mountain literally chose um yeah and so and so I'm eventually glad you didn't. yes we make a back down and mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of the most wow. significant thing that happened on Noxos. And then we went to Santorini. Um, Ooh, cute. And then I got tricked into another fucking hike the next day, um, <laughs> which I didn't fear for my life on that hike, but it still was hard. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and then Santorini was beautiful. 
Um, but the last day I wake up, or no, it's not the last day in Santorini, but you know, for the stories, the last day of the trip, I wake up in Santorini. I haven't checked my ba- checked on my bag in a couple of days because I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give this any more real estate. I'm just gonna enjoy my trip and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where is my bag? But Paros, which is the first island we had been on. How did she do that? <laughs> I told them that after Athens, I was going to Paros, but I never gave them an address or anything. <laughs> and I have not Just received, <laughs> I have not received a call from them, nothing. And so I'm like, oh, my bag's just on Paros now. But I was kind of hoping it would stay there because mm-hmm. I figure that airport would be super small mm-hmm. and it would be a lot easier to get it from there rather than the Athens airport. Yeah. And so then our trip wraps up in Santorini. And so then it's like, okay, I'm on my own now <laughs> because this trip, like they like, except for like the flight over, they arranged all your transport. Mm-hmm. They arranged all the hotels and stuff. And so I haven't actually had to do any of that stuff for myself yet. And so mm-hmm. then it's, it's up to me. And so, um, so that little group thing was only for the Greece part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. And so, um, I'm doing another one in Spain, like, okay. That starts in like 10 days to two weeks, but okay. anyway, um, and so, yeah. So, um, if you go to like, Barcelona, you have to meet Nila. I am going to Barcelona. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> Literally first place on the itinerary. Okay. Um, I'll set you up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, so now I'm like, so I say goodbye to my group and then I get back on the ferry to go. Well, actually I had to go back to Noxos because I forgot um, two things at my hotel in Noxos. So I was like, oh, might as well go back. Um, mm-hmm. And this was so fun. My first day was like a struggle because from Noxus, I was like, okay, so how do I like hail a cab? And I like didn't figure that out. And then I'm like, well, my hotel is only like a 30 minute walk from the port. And so fully, well, oh, because I didn't have my bag yet. So I didn't have my, like my roller luggage. So I just have my backpack on my back, but my backpack's so fucking heavy. Um, And so I just took a 30 minute walk to my hotel from the port because I had like a couple of hours. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was on the struggle bus. And then I got, um, and I got lunch and then (laughs) big surprise, my ferry ended up getting delayed. Like, and I'm just waiting there at the port. They didn't (laughs) tell us like anything. I'm waiting there at the port for like three hours. Like (laughs) it's it's just whatever at this point, I'm reading a book. It's, it's whatever. Um, and then after literally the choppiest ferry ride of my life, like (laughs) the boat was fully like doing this. Like, it's a good thing. I don't get motion sick because. Oh my God. I was like fully like. I was one of the, I was fully looking around, like, I should be motion sick right now, <laughs> the way this boat is moving, because they fully had yeah. to come on and be like, okay, guys, please stay in your seats. <laughs> but, oh my God. And they were, like, running around with, like, bags, like, giving out, like, little doggy bags yeah. to people. <laughs> it was uh, a mess. Um, and so then I get back on Paros, I book myself a hotel, which ended up being mm-hmm. such a slay and a serve. Um, and so I slept there for the night, and then the next day, I go to the airport oh my god and then I have the queen taxi driver so 
the taxi driver, like I have them book me. Um, they don't call them like taxis or anything here. They call them transfers. Um, so lovely. And so I have the hotel book me a transfer to the airport. Mm-hmm. And when I was going to the airport, um, my taxi driver was very con- confused. That I didn't have any bags with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm going to the airport me too. <laughs> and she's like, and so I explained to her the whole situation and she's like, Oh, and so then she starts like getting on the phone <laughs> and she starts like talking in Greek. And the, this woman I'm, I was in her car for like an hour to an hour and a half. She was, she made at least 20 different phone calls in that time. I'm going to say <laughs> she like baby, her plan, like <laughs> she's fucking up she, those phone calls. She has the mind of a mastermind. <laughs> no, literally she makes 20 phone calls. And so she's just like, she's speaking in Greek. So I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> um, out of my hands. <laughs> out of my hands actually. And so then she's like, oh, well, I actually got my um, cousin to cover um, something I had to pick up at the port. And so I can like help you at the airport and stuff. Like I can wait for you if you need and stuff. That's and so, so nice. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm like somebody actually being like kind and accommodating at this point. Oh my God. Um, amazing. <laughs> no, everybody I dealed with outside of the Athens airport was super nice. It was just, you know, yeah. um, and so she drives me out to the airport. Um, and I walk into the airport, I ask them where to go. And I'm like, I give them my paper and then they roll out my bag. And I'm like, hey. oh my God. Like, I almost didn't believe it. I was like, this is crazy. Cause this is 10 days later at this point. Like, oh my God. I've wow. only been in Greece for 10 days at this point. Um, enjoying my so trip. Many new clothes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and so. And so I finally get my bag back and then she waited for me. And then she was like, um, oh, and this was another legend moment of her. She was like, um, mm-hmm. I maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't, I don't fucking care. I don't think they'll find it. But anyway, um, she was like, okay, it's usually a flat rate of like 40 to and from the airport. Um, she said, but I'm only going to charge you 60. Um, and- <laughs> And she was like, you can buy a beer with the other money. And she's like, and then she goes, but I'm going to give you a receipt for 80. And so when you like file an insurance claim. <laughs> Slay. And oh my if God. my insurance company is listening, I didn't do that. No, I did not take her. I did not. That. I did not do that Quid at would all. Never. I never <laughs> said LGBT last night. <laughs> um, <laughs> Paris is my friend. I would never. No, say literally. That. <laughs> I watched a little video on, on that on TikTok. Really? <laughs> Recently, I yeah. love that moment. Yeah. Um, why would I say that? Paris is my friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, and okay. so, and so then I go back to my hotel, and then now like my travels can resume. So then I start like booking my next travels, and so then I end up going to. Um, from there, I go to Istanbul. Um, Istanbul was uncomfortable. Oh my god, Istanbul was so fucking cool. Um mm. highlights. It was cool being in a non, it was my first time being in like a non-Judeo-Christian country, like because okay, it's cool. like majority like Muslim over there. Um mm-hmm. and so Muslims, they pray five times a day, and you can always like hear them like singing at the mosques. And there are so many mosques around that, like you, like wherever you are in the city, you can basically hear people like singing, like when it's prayer time, and they do like a. I'm not gonna like do it, but they do like a. Yeah. It's like a 
like it was cool to like listen to mm-hmm. um oh my god and then one of the last things i did in turkey was actually a turkish bath <laughs> like a like a bathhouse yes but not oh. like not like what people think it is yes <laughs> it's like okay. actually like so like True. in islam hygiene is very um important mm-hmm. but before yeah, the yeah. advent <laughs> of indoor plumbing mm-hmm. um people like would go to like they're called hammams um and people would like that's where people would like bathe and stuff Mm-hmm. And so they're still in Turkey. They're still like a part of the culture in Turkey, not as big, obviously, but like, you know, people still go to them and stuff. And so I went to this one and oh my God, it was life changing. It was kind of just like, you know, it was like a spa, but it was very like, you know, amazing. So you walk in yeah. to this room. Um, and I, so I read different accounts on the internet, but I read that like, you're supposed to, like, they prefer you to wear underwear. Like they don't like you to be like fully naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but my experience was <laughs> ended up being a whole different thing. And so, okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm like walking around in like, just like a towel, but like, mm-hmm. and, and I have underwear on under the towel because I thought that was the custom. Right. And so <laughs> I go... I go in and um, they take you into this room. that's like a sauna kind of, but it's like less hot than like your regular sauna would be in like the U S like it's a bearable temperature in there, but it's still like, you know, like you can sit in there for like longer gotcha. periods than like 20 minutes. But yeah. Anyway, they take us immediately like douse us in water. Like <laughs> <laughs> word, word. And so I'm like, okay, so I'm soaked all of a sudden. <laughs> Um, and so then you just lay on this little like um hot like marble thingy for a little while for like 15-20 minutes I went into a deep meditation I was breathing yeah and then like 15-20 minutes later I get a little tap on my foot and it is my bather um whoa I call him Dolly because his name was something like that but um it's obviously hard when you don't speak the language and people are like saying their name and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And so um, (laughs) he like pulls me up and he's like, he's like asking me all these questions and stuff. And then he like gets to work. And so they like, they keep doing this thing where they have this big towel and they like dunk it in like soap and then they like shake it out. And then they like create this big thing of suds. And so then they like empty the suds on you. So you become all like sudsy and stuff. Um, oh. yeah, it's very fun. And yeah. so then he starts to like go to work. So the first thing they do is they take out like an exfoliating glove and they like love those. go like your whole body. They like scratch it. And it felt really good. Actually. It felt like somebody was just like scratching me kind of like gently. Whoa. Um, and yeah, so that was beautiful. And then they like go through the whole spirit, but he like literally like washed me down, like my entire body, like washed me like mm-hmm. down to like multiple phases and stuff. Um, and then took me and dried me off. Oh my God. I felt so relaxed after that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, Turkey was so fun. <laughs> um, amazing. Um, and then from Turkey, I actually went to Prague. And so I was in Prague for the last three days. And then I came to this little town that I'm recording from, which is called Chesky Krumlov, because it's like a good, like, people say it's a good day trip. And then People were also like, oh, if you can spend like, you should spend the night here because it's like, um, 
because it's like all the people leave at night and stuff. And I was think that might be more of a thing for like peak season because now we're like, I'm in like shoulder season a little bit for all of Europe because like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was here and then like 6 PM, everything started to like shut down. Like <laughs> <laughs> They're closing it. <laughs> no, literally like a few places are shuttering. Like I went and had dinner, but like, and then after dinner, like there was like basically no one in the streets or whatever. And I was like, I think this is just, you know, the time I'm here. But anyway, it's been really fun. I'm in this yeah. really nice fucking hotel. Or, or not, like, nice. really nice, but, like, you know, cute. nice for what Cutesy. I paid. Cutesy, yeah. Good, um, good. good. And so, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that is kind of the TLDR of my trip so far. A little longer than I wanted oh. that to be, but. Okay. You know, I mean, it sounds so fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of time. So what's so, been your favorite place so far? I need to ask. Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. really cool. I um nice. Yeah. It was just really cool because that was kind of the place I was most um not afraid, but like I thought that place would be the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and it was in some ways, but like not at all like what I had made it out in my head to be. Gotcha. Um and yeah, it was just so cool. It's it's just like nowhere I've ever been before. Um, yeah. from like the uh, architecture to like all this stuff and it has just like so much history because it has been under control mm-hmm. <laughs> <Excuse> me. Um, <laughs> it has so much history because it's been under the control of like so many different like empires and all this kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. throughout time and so just like hearing about the history going to all the different places um, mm-hmm. yeah it's amazing it's also cool because like yeah. I'm meeting people who like like I'm meeting people who were like so like who come from different places and stuff and so like I like Becca I've met so many people or by so many I mean three from New Zealand okay (gasps) literally I've met some Australians um yeah I try not to pin girl too too hard but oh my god um (laughs) and so yeah all these like I don't know it's just it's it's really cool. Um, and Istanbul That's is definitely awesome. my favorite place I've been so far. Um, and so yeah, awesome. Prague is also like Prague was like kind of a similar deal where it's like, you know, I was like, I had like done research and I had all these museums, but then when I actually got to Prague, I was like, I'm kind of just obsessed with like walking around because it's like, it's also beautiful, like the buildings and stuff. Cause they're all like mm-hmm. art nouveau Renaissance, like all these beautiful buildings. And so like, yeah. I was like I don't want to spend my time like inside I just want to like go around and like look at like the outsides and stuff um yeah but yeah it's really cool um and so yeah so I'm still in Europe for like another like five weeks um and then you know amazing perhaps doing some more stuff after that none of that's officially on the books yet so Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's basically what's happening so far it sounds so cool. I know. I'm so happy for no, you. No, I, I had a moment where I was just like recanting it. I was like, oh my God, that's, that's amazing. Um, <laughs> I did that. That's I crazy. did that. <laughs> no, and it is, it is, it is like really cool because it's just like, like the whole bag thing is really nice because like, it was nice to have people on the trip who were older than me because it was, <laughs> they were all very complimentary. They were all like, oh my God, I would be freaking the fuck out if I were you actually. <laughs> I'd be losing my mind actually. Oh yeah, people were like, oh, it would ruin my trip if this happened. You know, I was like, I don't know, just, you know, because that's yeah. that's like specifically what I didn't want it to do, like ruin my whole 
trip mm. like you know yeah um mm. and so um but yeah also the fact of just like figuring shit out myself like you know because like I'd never like like I never even like booked my own flight I don't think before this trip or like you know book my own hotel rooms because like I always had like my parents would do that or like somebody else and so mm-hmm. now it's just like but it's like it's all up to me and I'm responsible for my own experience and stuff which is mm-hmm. um liberating and also kind of terrifying because then like yeah. if you're not having fun it's your fault but you know <laughs> that hasn't really been the case so far and so good yeah Yay. you are that one I know no and I was reading I was reading my um I was reading this like article and it's because <laughs> my one friend made a joke um I was talking to her and I was like oh I'm in Greece and she was like oh my god is it your birth rate trip and I was like <laughs> I think like this whole thing I'm doing could be considered birthright before like Sagittarius says <laughs> literally I was just like yeah you're you're being so Sagittarius at the moment. No, I am being very Sagittarius, just like going everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like literally. <laughs> my yeah. wander, my wanderlust. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wanderlust. Oh my Quinn, god. When we have stands, and it'll be like Quinn being a Sagittarius for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> I can't wait for all the compilations people make. <laughs> oh my god! No, we've given them a lot to <laughs> sort through already. Um, and like. I guess I could make some and pretend to be a stan account. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> oh my God. We run like MPJ updates. <laughs> <laughs> Someone traces back my IP address though. <laughs> and they're like, oh, oh, mm-hmm. LOL. You're like MPJ update. Quinn is in Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn has done crazy drugs <laughs> Quinn has done mushrooms in Amsterdam <laughs> Quinn is wow. enjoying a midsummer festival <laughs> in a remote colony in Sweden um, oh, God. oh my goodness Funny. okay well we are going to throw to a little bit of a break at this point and then when we come back Becca's going to let me know what the hell she's been up to yeah She's right behind me, isn't she? Okay. <laughs> okay. And we're back. Oh my god. So I I just gabbed on and on in that last segment <laughs> about what the hell I've been up to. But now perhaps more importantly, Becca, <laughs> what the hell have you been doing with yourself? What in the these hell even past three weeks? What the hell even is going on, even? <laughs> well, so Unfortunately, I have not had as grand of a time as you, Mm. Um, mostly because I have been in Pennsylvania for the entirety of these three weeks. Mm -hmm. I have mostly been working, but I did pay a visit (gasps) to dear old Pittsburgh. I did. Yeah, I did want to hear about this. Yes. So I visited Macy, my roommate, who (sighs) still is in school. Um, Mm -hmm. And what a trip. I had never been in Pittsburgh blonde, and I think that actually has a lot to do with my experience there. Yeah. I will tell you this. Blonde Becca is a whole other person, I would say, actually. It's crazy because <laughs> I'll tell you this. I have never received so much male attention in such a short span of time. Mm-hmm. 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 It's actually insane. So anyway, okay, so I arrived. 
Mm-hmm. Went to stacked as and you something do. shifted, and like everybody <laughs> was like, I just felt something shift actually. No, the city was like, guys, what was that even? And I was like, oh, here I am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do y'all smell that? <laughs> but so, <laughs> oh, a stunk <laughs> in a good way. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so we went to stacked, and then the first night, Friday night, I arrived. We went to Hems. Love mm-hmm. Hems. Stanless, stanless entry. Literally. So I'm up in there and we're kind of sitting. Hems is like a very chill bar to set the scene a little bit. Mm. Chill bar um, on a weekend night. It doesn't get like ever super crowded, um, but the tables like kind of fill up. People can eat food there. It's like pretty chill. and You can sit. There's also like the bar part where people like stand. Um, so it wasn't crazy or anything. It was pretty normal mm-hmm. and kind of and you went before like school was back in full swing right no school what it was the second week of school okay cool yeah so everyone was pretty much there mm-hmm. um and so we're kind of just standing behind the bar and there's like a group of us and i'm like leaning with macy to my left and then there's like an older couple behind me actually well, so then this kid appears in front of me and he goes, hey, I saw you looking at me. And I was like, oh, I've actually never seen you before in my life. <laughs> so, okay. All right. But I was like, oh, said, yeah. I'd humble you real quick. <laughs> so one second, but you, you said, can keep talking. let me humble, actually. <laughs> what I must do is. But um, then he, he like was an average looking person to me. Um. But he was also very drunk and he so he literally was like, I saw you looking at me. Do you want to come back to my place? And I was like, whoa, that happened so like fast. immediately, like so fast. He was said this and I was like, oh, my goodness. So I don't know you. What <laughs> time is it? Like, what time is it? If I may ask. Oh, like 930 p.m. Yeah. He's like, I got a place like 20 minutes away. I'm like, 20 minutes away. <laughs> First of all, no, no. And he's no like, No one who comes to this bar should live more than <laughs> five minutes, 15 away, minutes maybe. walking distance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, mm, No. And he was like, Can can you? You can said, I So I got to put in a full workout before. <laughs> Literally, what the fuck? <laughs> and like, this man cannot drive a car right now so there's no way there's like transportation happening mm-hmm. but um he was then he was like can i buy you a drink and i was like so actually i don't want to be in debt to you so i'm gonna actually decline which is crazy of me if we were at tequila cowboy i would have been like yeah because i can run <laughs> away from you there's like Literally. four other rooms to go to oh, yeah. um but i was like no and then he was like well what are you drinking and i was like a gin and tonic and he was like okay so i'll get one of those I was like, so you have to t- tell the bartender because I'm not giving you mine. And then he swallows it. Basically, he gets one. He it vanishes. He's drinking so fast. He tells his buddy to like wait outside or whatever. I'm like, I don't know what this kid thinks is going on. Also, worst outfit I've ever seen in my life. <gasps> he has on a basketball jersey, jersey, <laughs> jersey, black shorts and black Jordans one. Like terrible outfit. It yeah. you ju- you would have had to seen it. It was really terrible. Um, I don't know. It was just making me really upset. The length of everything, also like the shorts oh, were too long. Uh, yeah, it's giving Adam yeah. Sandler. And it like was not in a fun way. 
He was like a skinny, skinny Adam Sandler in the worst way. 2001 Adam Sandler. <laughs> you could say. Um, <laughs> so that he's like looking at me and he's a, a content warning, I guess, like vulgar. He just, he, first of all, he goes, can you grind on me? <laughs> I'm like, I go, sir, look at the environment we're in. No. I'm also like, look at the material. No. But so I'm also trying to like not talk to him. And, um, he, but he keeps saying hilarious things to me. So I'm like, okay, I gotta keep listening. Like, then he, <laughs> we're eventually going to record the podcast again. <laughs> Literally. I, I do need this. And, he's like just saying the craziest things and then he's like oh also like i love eating pussy <laughs> i was like okay i'm and yeah and i'm like literally i'm looking i start to look the opposite direction of him and he taps me on the shoulder he goes you're turning me on <laughs> i'm like what is going on Finally, I get so another. Freud would on. be having a field. <laughs> oh, no, he would be like, "Oh my god," writing vigorously, writing notes. But oh my god, an- <laughs> oh my god! But then I get another tap on <laughs> from the. It's the woman behind me. She goes, "This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life." <laughs> he was like, "This boy is trying so hard to get to like be with you." And he's failing so miserably. <laughs> I was like, I know, right? You got viewers. You got viewers. <laughs> no, literally. And then the kid goes to her and her husband. You're whack. <laughs> 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 Which is crazy. Because I don't even think he fully heard what she said. You're but he was whack. like, you're whack. <laughs> so that was crazy. And I was like, oh, my God, he's not going to leave me alone. Because then he was like, where are we going next? Where are we going next? And I was like, so you to bed. And then <laughs> you me, should go home, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You should go 20 minutes away. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, there's no way he's like going to let me like basically escape. And so then Tim, wait, Macy's boyfriend and mm-hmm. Gabe, Tim's friend, they were like, Becca, like, honest, like, we will help you out because it's so apparent that like he's he's really not going to like let you go. Um, so what happened was Tim goes. Tim says to him, so, dude, I got a question for you. And Tim, like, spins him around real suave, like. And me and Macy fully run out of the bar. And we run down the street past Mario's. We run, like, basically to Starbucks and hide in a corner. And and then Tim says he left. He realized. I'm like, oh, my God. He could he could come at any second. He's um, scouring the streets. <laughs> literally. But I think we we had lost him at that point. So then we went to Boots Classic. We made the meow, 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 meow. I'm gonna take my time. TikTok. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were I about to talk about the cigarette vending machine with the <laughs> boots. Oh no. <laughs> no. Um <laughs> but yeah, and then we went to jeans, of course. That's crazy. No, slay. the things women have to deal with, like <laughs> insane. Also, the fact that he like fought, like the fact that he like went out after. Because like when I heard you guys were like running down to like Starbucks, I was like, oh wow, like okay. But then no, like he literally left no. the bar. I was like about to <laughs> yeah. sign out search parties for you. No, yeah, he was on the hunt. No, literally, <laughs> it oh was my scary. God. Yeah. You know? So that was that night. And then the next night 
Well, the next day, I actually went to my first tailgate for a pit game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just something I didn't really ever have the desire to do before. But it's pretty fun. <laughs> Wait, Becca, can I actually ask you, during your yeah. time as a student at Pitt, how many football games did you attend? Great question. I think I went to less than five. I can tell you the exact number I went to. Did you go to one? Yes, I went to one. <laughs> I went to yeah. one football game my first year, um, and we yeah. stayed. So I wanted to go last year because it wasn't really a thing my second year. Um, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go last year, but I just never. It never. Yeah. It never worked it's, out. I I bought the like season tickets my freshman year because it was like a bigger thing d- deal to me. Then. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't really care after that. Didn't want to pay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, not being removed from it, like seeing people go to like people are up drinking at like 9 a.m. I'm like, yeah, what? It is crazy. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> what? what are you doing? Yeah. That being said, I did do the Rattlin Bog at like 11 a.m. <laughs> it needed now we do it like once every a while. Like, <laughs> yeah, once a year, it's fine. It's but like fine. if you're getting up every saturday and that's your vibe like yeah it's too much also like i don't know well actually tell me your experience of the game well so we went in and then it's like oh yeah we're doing good i'll jump up and down beep boop beep boop and then uh first of all i don't know the rules of football mm-hmm. <laughs> makes it utterly confusing for me to be there yeah um and we're not that good <laughs> to my understanding so it's like i don't know when we started losing i'm like oh, i gotta go i gotta go <laughs> I <run a> fan. <laughs> yeah i just i just can't i can't yeah i don't know it's fine though um i think i cared about it more in high school for football games it was more of a thing yeah football games i i went to a lot of football games my freshman year of high school and then after that i was just i i, I um I bravely in my life at this point, I just don't care about sports. <laughs> uh, literally. Yeah. Rock Actually, on. I did get into um, my friend Corey is really in tennis. And there was this one night this summer where we like okay. sat in his living room and just watched tennis videos for like at least two hours. And I was like enthralled. He was like showing me all his favorite matches. <laughs> Have you ever played? Yes. Like in gym class. I used to play. And I kind of want to get back into it. It seems like a fun thing to like do when you're like, I don't know, late twenties. Oh yeah. Just kidding. (laughs) To all my new 30 year old friends I made on my trip. Just kidding. guys. You're not, you guys are so young. You guys are so young actually. Um, Yeah. That was the other thing about being on a trip with like 30 year olds is that like, (laughs) they were talking about like, like some of them owned houses. Whoa. And some of them were like trying to, some of them were in the process of trying to own a house. There's just one girl who was engaged to be married. She's getting married this year Mm -hmm. on my birthday or no, maybe the day before my birthday. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, good. Cause you're not going to take that from me. Um, (laughs) Can't take my day away. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it is at work. Kind of. There's like some older girls. Oh, your work. Oh my God. Yeah. It's crazy. I was like, I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) Why are you I was old? like, as somebody who <laughs> never sees my cell phone in property, that's crazy. Um, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <Good for you laughs> or I should get, I guess I should say, as somebody who doesn't understand how I will ever be in a financial place where I can own property. <laughs> who cannot fathom? 
could not actually <laughs> fathom that at this point. Um, Having more than $500. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah. sport, yeah. Football, especially. Just, unless, no, sometimes I like, like to watch it, but like, I don't know. People who are like, people, I don't know. Cause like, I think the weird, like, I think the weird, I don't know if this is a word, but like auspicious, is that a word? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like the weird kind of like auspicious or like thing about like college football is it's just like an excuse, especially the school like Pitt where like, we're not like, like we won the ACC championship last year, but it's like, really mean much it was the acc championship (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you know sec or anything like that and so like um Mm -hmm. like we're not like a we're not like a football school (laughs) you know we're not something i do i i love a chant though Mm. i love a moment of it's communal yes i love that and like Mm. that is fun but when you're losing it only happens so often that we get to be like whoa oh Oh, oh, you know? Yeah, all of our chants at Pitt, too, are, like, so contrived. Yeah. Like, we do Sweet Caroline, which, like, wasn't a thing. And everybody's like, oh, it's such a great tradition. I'm like, mm. It, like, started in the 90s. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I do like it, though. And then, also, have you ever, the, like, battle chant or whatever it's called? Allegheny, Gannett, Gannett, Gannett. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. I think that's crazy because they're like, oh, it's like a the people who were like indigenous to this. It was like a battle chant that they used to say. And I'm like, oh, so the people you colonized this land from to build this <laughs> university, this is what they this is what they screamed at the at the French people who were colonizing. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Let's like, yell it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember I remember them teaching us that. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> It's 2019. I'm like, oh my god! Like we're still doing this. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh my, oh my god, guys! Yeah, stuff um, like that is kind of goofy. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it's really weird how we just like how people like don't care about football, but like they just use it as an excuse to like wake up on a Saturday morning and start drinking at like 11 a.m. Yeah. Well, okay. I will say this game was against Tennessee, <laughs> and am. our. Our whole plan after the game was to go to Tequila Cowboy, of course. Mm-hmm. What a gift to the Tennessee people. Just fell on their freaking laps. What Tequila Cowboy, the perfect place for them. Um, <laughs> so we did go there after the game, which was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we danced our little booties off. I wore my my cow print cowboy hat. Mm-hmm. In the Uber there, because we went home in between, I said, Macy, how many people do you with do you think are going to ask to put my cowboy hat on? And she said, three, all boys. Immediately as we walk in, a man with the Tennessee overalls comes up to me and goes, can I try on your hat? <laughs> I was like, like, oh, I boy. <laughs> right I, love, I love Macy, but three is a very conservative estimate. But she was right. Really? Who asked not j- uh, a lot of people said they liked my hat, but three mm. specifically wanted to try them on. And um, I was like, I literally was like, so it's actually glued on <laughs> to my wig. And I pretended this was a wig. Um, and he was like, OK. And then he was like, oh, also, like, I love you. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. And then he asked for a hug. And I was like, I'll give you that much. And then I <laughs> hugged him and he walked away. And then. 
Um, basically, that happened again, basically, from someone else. Somehow, um, where's my hug? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Corey say that to each other. It's like a joke. (laughs) Whenever we leave each other, we're always like, where's my hug? (laughs) Can I steal a kiss? Like if somebody actually wears my hug to me. (laughs) Yeah. The way I'd be like. "Mm." (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I was like, let me just make this man's night. Um, So I was being very charitable in that. Um, One thing that was. Oh my God, it's honestly hard to talk about. Okay. Something I love about Tequila Cowboy is the karaoke room. Mm. Oh my God. Okay, so me and Macy. <laughs> oh, I'm like twiddling because it makes me so anxious. We decided to sing together. I will always love you. We have done that before at Tequila Cowboy. It went over fabulously the first time. This time they, they call our name and we go up and... We started singing the mics and, you know, we're like, if I That song's a commitment, too, because it's like five minutes long. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, well, so we didn't realize that immediately. We got booed. <laughs> we were actually getting booed and we were booed so badly. And the reaction was so horrible from the crowd. We actually had to leave the stage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i got booed off the stage at karaoke at tequila cow <laughs> at tequila cowboy and at first i was like oh oh it's it's because there's so many tennessee people in the room babe that we had no pit <laughs> pit stuff on i had a cowboy hat. if anything i would be from tennessee <laughs> so why <laughs> Why did you boo me up the stage? But it was Macy literally in the mic said, this is really bad. I, I want to leave. <laughs> like, what the hell? Like, fully in the mic said that. What the hell? What the hell? Sorry. Chloe was going off. Chloe? Chloe said, Chloe said, you haven't touched me in 12 hours and I'm getting sad. <laughs> anyway. Um, so pick yeah, me. so Choose I'm never going to be able to go to karaoke again at Tequila Cowboy. Um and that would be for the best. Probably is. Because usually you have to wait like a fucking hour for your song to play. Oh, yeah. Also. So we had to wait a really long time. The one time I've done karaoke there and it was like a Sunday night. We were there. What the hell? No, for someone's literally. birthday. And like there was nobody That's in there. Okay. But like we still had to wait a really long time. And I'm like, girl, I just want to sing Better Than Revenge <laughs> by Taylor Swift. And then <laughs> I've sang that there one time. So good. Was it Better Than Revenge? Or I think it. Mm, it was something mm. like that or maybe, no actually you know it was actually forever and always oh slay okay slay yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but tequila cowboy will always be my favorite bar because of how hot and old the people are there like perfectly mm-hmm. old for me mm-hmm. like nothing like an attractive 30 year old who compliments <laughs> your cowboy hat to make me go yay yay <laughs> um but yeah that was like my Pittsburgh weekend and then we went to mm-hmm. the porch the next day for lunch as my favorite I love it mm-hmm. I love the porch yeah. Um, yeah and then pretty much I've just been working tonight actually I went to a birthday dinner for someone and I drank an espresso martini and the wait okay the waitress was literally like I love espresso martinis and I said oh Slade do you watch Below Deck and she said yeah I do 
I love below mm-hmm. deck. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone was like, why did you ask her that? I was like, she loves espresso martinis. <laughs> so I knew she would. Also, I'm psychic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, yeah. I've had I've had a couple of espresso martinis over here. Ugh, so good. They're so good. They're so good. Oh my God. I've also had some of the best cosmopolitans of my life here. Really? Have yes. you had a gin and tonic yet? No, I should. Brad? Yeah, definitely look into that. Because the drinks are better here. They're also significantly stronger. Like every time. And probably cheaper. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, the drinks well, are. Well, like to drink certain things, like to drink beer or wine in Europe. So cheap. No, in mm-hmm. Greece, like if you ordered like just like the house wine, you could have like a glass of wine for $3. But to drink water, they're like, I will take your first burn. <laughs> <laughs> that's the other. Oh my God. That's the other thing about this like I I, like didn't so (laughs) this is actually funny so I was like I you know throughout college back I can attest I would carry a water bottle around very consistently yeah Um, classic my white little hydro flask with all the stickers um Mm -hmm. it's actually a big hydro flask and so it's like beat up I've had it for a couple years at this point and so I'm like I kind of wanted to get a new one but I didn't want to like buy a new one um Mm -hmm. and so I found another hydro flask like in my um cabinet at home <laughs> I took it on my trip to DC before I left because I was like oh let me like try this out did I ever talk about that I don't think I talked about that on the podcast did I or no I, I did think so the trip to DC yeah. when I saw Lord oh wait yeah you did because okay, you yeah, yeah 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 so on the trip to DC um I, I um actually uh I took it with me did not make it off the train to DC with <laughs> me yeah. I really left it on the train, like coming into DC. You kind of goofy like that. And no, I'm <laughs> I and I'm the worst with water bottles. Like water bottles are <laughs> they will be left. I could lose 30 of them actually in like record time. L- Easy. Losing water bottles is one of my hidden talents. That white <laughs> water bottle is the only one I've been able to keep. And it's because I like I specifically said I'm buying this with my own money as an incentive. To, <laughs> to not lose it. Do not lose it because if I, it's just if it's just out of like my family's water bottle cabinet, never see you'll never ooh, see me ooh. again. Oh. <laughs> That's that yeah. water bottle. Um, yeah, but I'm glad I didn't bring one because like in Greece and Istanbul, well, like in Greece and Istanbul, you can't really drink the tap water. It's no use. Yeah, yeah. Like no the use. first place I've been, like like Prague is like, the first place I've been, and then I don't even know. Like there's nowhere to like fill them up. Yeah, no. So, like, it does make me feel bad how many, like, bottles of water I've, like, bought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just plastic. You have to, though. But all, Europe but, is but, like, there's no other option. Water. No, no literally, literally, I was, like, yeah, I was, like, but I'm glad, like, it's, I'm glad I don't have, I'm not lugging around, like, an empty, like, 40-ounce water yeah. bottle. Yeah. I was, like, just that way. I was, like, I don't have a water bottle. But then I'm, like. Don't really fucking don't really don't need a reusable <laughs> bottle here. Like, there's no reason yeah. you need that. <laughs> Literally, no, it's <sighs> crazy the water situation there. But, ugh. anywho, are you watching? Are you watching anything? Like, what's the what's the media digest right now? Me and my mother are still finishing Below Deck Mediterranean. Mm. We just finished the season where Hannah gets fired. And I know you are aware of it. Mm-hmm. And so, listen. <laughs> What's your verdict? Now I need to know. What's Captain Beckett doing <laughs> in this situation? 
So I never was a huge fan of Hannah, mm-hmm. but I understand that if there's rules where you can't have that on a drugs on a boat like that, then you can't. Mm-hmm. And even in the reunion, Hannah was like, I admit I made a mistake. Done. If I was Andy Cohen, I would have been like, cool. We don't have to talk about anything else then because there's no argument. If you made the mistake of not logging your prescriptions, which she only had for one of the items she had, mm-hmm. there's no like there's no argument like. Sandy's not going to risk being arrested because you have drugs on board that aren't you want to hit your bank pen. <laughs> you fool. No, but like. I don't know. And I'm forgiving usually with people like do what you got to do to keep yourself like, you know, whatever you Mm. need to use. Um, But if there's a rule that you have to tell the boat about it, Mm -hmm. don't not tell the boat. And And they made it sound like it's like a very it's a very strict process. Like it's not like. Oh, yeah. It's like like, if the boat. Yeah. If the boat mm -hmm. gets seized and there's like anything found on board that's not logged, like the boat is basically taken into custody the owner gets like in trouble and then sandy can like lose her license oh yeah like duh hannah um, yeah so yeah i don't know <laughs> duh, hannah <laughs> Doof. yeah Oof. but it just it was really frustrating to watch the reunion and have her like argue mm-hmm. and it's like girl you're if like you take your l mistake, yeah <laughs> and go home um mm. Hold your L. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I hope I wish her the best in her life. I heard she's a mom now. Shouts out to the mothers. Happy Mother's, <laughs> mother's Day. Day. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day. On Mother's Day, I do celebrate you. One of you. <laughs> one of Shout you. out to one very special mother out there. <laughs> that's mine. Um, yeah. So pretty much below deck, and that's it. Mm. I feel like I don't know even what I even spend my time doing even other than that. I mean, I watched a lot of movies. Um, I'll talk about that in my Manic Pixie, my jump scares, but <gasps> with my a- AMC subscription. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen? What are you going to ask? Did you see Don't Worry Darling? Not yet. Oh, my God. I haven't I seen have it plans. yet. Well, that was, that was something Becca and I, guys, Becca and I will yeah. forever be sorry yeah that we were not recording during the don't worry darling press junket (laughs) like i can't i yeah it's a moment in history in which i can't believe we weren't intertwined with more so but no don't worry darling at the venice film festival is like one of the most significant pop cultural events of (laughs) literally maybe not significant because now it's like kind of like who cares it kind of left the zeitgeist pretty quickly but like those couple days insane twitter was so funny oh my god twitter was amazing no something i will like for some reason in like the past like for the past like month and a half i've just been so grateful for twitter like (laughs) i know literally whenever somebody talks ill of twitter i'm like you better not (laughs) you're not following the right people you aren't using it correctly no yeah Um, no no no, no. oh now that i have twitter circles Oh, really? Whole new yeah, thing. Yeah, my Twitter circles is <laughs> busting. Um, the fact that we brought up "Don't Worry, Darling" before the Queen dying is I mean is shows a lot about who we are. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. <laughs> and I will. Another, I know I another amazing day on Twitter. <laughs> Literally when the queen died. And I will say I did tweet and I will share it to the listeners that I texted my dad and said, how are you dealing with the news of the queen dying? And he said, did something happen to Elton John? <laughs> and he's right. He's right about that. <laughs> he's right about that. Also, I don't know. Also, the queen dying. I thought that was going to be a bigger deal. <laughs> they say it will be one day to me. I don't know. I don't get the hype, I guess. No, because everybody was like, every, <laughs> I remember people talking about it and they were like, oh, there's going to be like a national like warning. Like things are going to be closed. Like the UK is going to be like shuttered. And it's like, I don't think that happened. <laughs> no, Maybe it's just because I've been on like, I've just been on like a trip the whole time. But like. I don't really think it did, though. If yeah. anything, the UK has been doing, like, some Irish step dancing. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> Irish people. Oh, my God. Did you, see the one, <laughs> did you see the one thing of, like, the people at the football game being, like, Lizzie's in a box? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Crazy. My people. <laughs> <laughs> my people. Do I stand by you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As an Irish, as a person of the Irish diaspora... <laughs> Oh my god! I saw no. I did. I saw somebody use that term like in like in <laughs> comments. She said, "As a member of the Irish diaspora, I'm like, so I don't think we have one of those actually." So be fucking for real. <laughs> Where have Irish people been transported to <laughs> their will that would cause a diasporic effect? <laughs> literally diasporic effect. All y'all are literally on your own little fucking island over there. <laughs> <laughs> we see you. We see you. We see each other. Yeah. Um, see each other. Sorry. <laughs> I did hear an Irish person talking about. Um, I overheard an Irish person, like an actual Irish person, talking about Boston one time. He's like, "It's so interesting because they like think they're Irish. <laughs> <laughs> they believe so. <laughs> they believe that they're. <laughs> it's very Italian. Yeah. It's talking about like Italian Americans. <laughs> <laughs> it's so goofy of them. <laughs> it's, it's so funny how they think they're like a part of this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I think Beck and I are going to throw to another little break. And then we'll be mm. back to do our little segments. Segments. <laughs> Yay. And we're back. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. Well, guys... Oh, guys. you gasped. Okay, <laughs> guys. No, I, so, like, that just reminded me. So when I laid down to go to bed about three hours ago. Okay, guys. Also, mm-hmm. Becca and I need to take a minute to recognize our <laughs> podcast mm-hmm. because um, it is 11 p.m. for Becca right now. It Meaning, is 12. Or no, it is 12. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, it, is, it, is, shit. it is past midnight for Becca mm-hmm. and it is... Um, six in the morning for me yeah <laughs> and so, we've been recording for about an hour and a half point, so. um so guys think about that in case anyone ever questions becca or i's commitment to this project um rethink which i don't think anybody yeah. is but i'm putting <laughs> sure. y'all on watch mm-hmm. um but guys to round off the podcast as mm. we do every single week with every single episode we have mm. to do our manic pixie and jump scares so a manic pixie moment. Wait, sorry. 
<laughs> I forgot. I forgot. Um, a jump scare is something that is scary because, you know, we start with the negative, we move on to the positive because we mm-hmm. do like to leave on a high note. Um, but a jump scare is anything, you know, particularly scary, terrifying, upsetting, and or so bad mm-hmm. makes you maybe maybe make your stomach churn mm-hmm. your fingers shake or your eyeballs go back and forth left to right <laughs> dun, dun, dun. okay so quinn i will ask you in your past three weeks what is something that has been a jump scare for you i thought of a random story and then i remembered something that was way more of a jump scare even though it's like less exciting so i'm gonna go with the one that was more of a dumb scare. So while I was in Istanbul, okay. I was like the queen of public transit. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. riding because Istanbul, their public transit is so good. It's like the thing I can compare really? it to is New York, but it's like better. They're like trams, subways, buses, like all of this. Um, oh, wow. And so I was like riding the public transit around Istanbul. And so I was like, oh, I love it, love it, love it. So if you don't know, Istanbul is actually like on, it stretches across Europe and Asia technically. And so mm-hmm. like, um, there's like a European side of Istanbul and then there's an Asian side of Istanbul. And so um, technically I have been to Asia now um, because Slay. on like my second to last day, I crossed over into the Asian side and I like went over there in the evening and um, I did a cooking class earlier in the day. So like if I was going to get hungry, I was going to get dinner there. And then there was like a park there that I read about that I like ended up watching the sunset and it was beautiful. So mm-hmm. you t- I took a ferry over there, um, which was fine. It's like a quick little ferry ride. And then um, I walked and it was really cool. The neighborhood I was in was called Moda. And it was definitely like a younger, if I ever went back to Istanbul, I would definitely stay there. Um because it had kind of like a younger, more like hip vibe a little bit. It felt like walking through like Brooklyn or something like New York or gotcha. um, somewhere like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I watched the sunset in this park. I did some shopping after that. Something about Europe also, retailers here. <laughs> Can we talk about, did you experience this in what? Spain how retailers are literally open until like midnight? <laughs> Everything, I feel like everything's open so late in Europe. Yes, everything is like, open so late here, except yeah. for like convenience stores. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> or like pharmacies or anything like that. It's like, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, uh, and so, um, but yeah, so I did some shopping and it's like dark at this point. And so it's around like 8.30 and I'm like tired. And so the other thing, like travel is truly exhausting. Like, especially mm-hmm. while I've been in like the Czech or Czechia, um, which is where I am right now. I've been like exhausted mm-hmm. the whole time. I've been trying to take it easy because it's like, it's tiring is what people don't tell you about yeah. it. And so I'm tired. I want to go home. And so it's, um, and so I think the, f- I got mixed answers on whether the ferries run after it's dark. And so I use like Google maps, public transit mm-hmm. feature to kind of help me out and stuff. And so, I was like, okay, it said the best way to get there was like a bus. It was going to be like an hour to get home by bus, it said. But I was like, okay, Mm. well, that's just what it's going to be. And so then I go and wait at the bus stop. It tells me to wait at. I'm standing at the bus stop. I wait there for like 
30 minutes. It's telling me there's this bus that will take me right to, I stayed in this place called Toxine, which is like the center of like um, new Istanbul. It's like kind of like Times Square of Istanbul. Um, And I was staying kind of around there. Um, And so I was like, okay, I wait for like 30, 40 minutes. And this bus that it told me to get on just clearly like doesn't exist because I have not seen it once. And I've seen like pretty much the whole rest of the bus schedule go by in that time. Yeah. And so then, literally. <laughs> and so I um I like get a different route to come up that causes mm-hmm. the, like get some transfers. And so I get on one bus and I go and then I go around and I walk into this one station and I'm like looking trying to figure it out and I'm like, "Oh, does it want me to go to the other station?" And so then I leave that station. I go to the one on the other side of the street that I guess would go the other way um, because I don't see the name of the bus that it wants me to get on. And so mm-hmm. then I go over and I go in there and then I don't see the name again. And so I'm like, uh, okay. And so then the bus it wants me to get on, I don't think is running at that point because I don't see it anywhere on like the screens or anything. And so mm-hmm. I'm like, huh. And so then I get like another new route and then it tells me to go back to that original station I was like just oh on. God. And so then I go back over there. And meanwhile, every time you go into the station, it costs money. Like it's not, you don't pay going on. Sometimes you pay going on like the actual vehicle, but sometimes you pay going into the station. Oh my God. And so I'm paying so money every time I'm going. So I'm losing a little bit of money here too. Um, <laughs> There's some stakes. And so I get on another bus and it takes me over to this other station. Mm-hmm. And this is where it really gets fucked up because this station is like, you go down in the ground. It's like circular. It's really like, like a labyrinth. Like I'm like, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. cause it's telling me to go somewhere at first. And then I can't find, like, it's telling me to catch this bus that I cannot find where it is. I keep seeing signs and I follow the signs and it does not lead to where the bus is picking up. And like the mm. bus never comes. It was truly <laughs> that episode of SpongeBob vibes. Yeah. And so at this point, it's been like an hour and a half since I like decided, okay, I want to go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like 10 <laughs> o'clock by this point. Anymore. And I'm like, I'm like, oh damn, God. I've been doing so well. And now I'm fucking stranded. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, oh my god and then I eventually like found my way I was like I was like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I eventually found my way back to the subway and I like knew which subway stop I got off at and I was like hallelujah and then I once I got back I was just like I was like ex- like zombie walking to like my because it sucked <laughs> because <laughs> even once I got back to the station it was still like a 10 minute walk back to my hostel oh my god, like from the station yeah. and I was like no peace but yeah yeah, no, no I will never know peace. Um, <laughs> no, God. none. Oh, and then right. of course, like the last time I rode the subway, like on my last day, I mm-hmm. found out that one of like the places you can exit is like significantly closer to my the hostel I was staying at. It was like it saved Perfect. me like a five to seven minute walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's just how it goes, huh? And I was like, this is just how it goes, you know public transportation yeah um so i thought i was the queen of the symbol public transit um and that night i was actually the court jester Uh, (laughs) you were humbled quite quite literally (laughs) no i was like i just want to be home but anyway um also another mini jump scare i had a couple hours ago actually when i laid my head down to go to sleep real quick Uh um (laughs) i was like i randomly just heard a baby start crying (laughs) 
Who is that? <laughs> so I think there's a baby in this hotel with me, but I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but anyway, I was like, is that a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Who has a baby? Um, Crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Becca, what is something that is just <clears throat> terrifying you? Well, so as I hinted at, um, both of mine are movies, my moments. Um, but my jump scare one is that I do fear I will be really annoying, um, you know, even more so than before, because I did see Pearl. I've been, I've been reading was, a lot about this. It was my Joker. <laughs> There's no if ands, or buts. The monologue where she says, what I do, I thought you liked me. I thought you liked me. It's just, and her fucking crazy eyes when she says it, I just see so much of myself in her. What did I do Wait, wrong? Can, can you explain this movie to me a little bit more? It's the prequel to the movie X. Um, it's what? basically the movie X, just the letter X, um, which X was, okay. It's an, it, it's another really good movie. Mm. Um but X was like set in the seventies. This group of people is filming like a porno at a farm. <laughs> Chaos ensues because the farm owners are crazy. Well, huh. Pearl is a sequel to the or pre- prequel because it's about the farm owner girl um, who basically this isn't given anything. Away. It's very clear from the trailer. She is. She comes to murder a lot of those around her and be a crazy girl. But. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And I honestly don't think she ever did anything wrong. Um, like I said, I'm still trying really... to find her transgressions. Because <laughs> to me, they aren't clear. Um, but yeah, I, I do love her. And <laughs> the movie was very, very well done. And so uh, any movie with just the most particular aesthetic that I haven't really seen before, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, they're doing their own thing exactly i'm like that is gorgeous greener Mm -hmm. grass is one of my favorite movies because the aesthetic of it is so unique in particular twilight (laughs) unique in particular (laughs) no writing twilight (laughs) twilight new moon unique in particular (laughs) twilight eclipse unique in particular (laughs) (laughs) breaking down (laughs) particular go ahead twilight (laughs) (laughs) particular (laughs) I had to finish of course no of course I let you finish I'm gonna let you finish (laughs) I'm gonna let you finish Uh, no riding into the station deck okay first of all another thing that was um is between Istanbul and Prague it's hard because they use Celsius over here and so whenever I talk to like locals about it I'm like I don't know how to describe it to you actually (laughs) can't even do it but when I was in Istanbul like the first couple days fully like 90 degrees Fahrenheit Oh, wow. And then one day the clouds came over and it rained a little bit. And after that, it was so cool. And it's like been so fall cold vibes. Here lately. Yeah. Um, it happened instantaneously. Yeah. It was crazy. It was literally like mm-hmm. a little batch of clouds passed over and something was falling in Istanbul. Like it was crazy actually. Um, yeah. And so it was beautiful. Like it was like 70 degrees in Istanbul. Perfect actually. And then I got into Prague the other night. Oh, it's chilly willy. Really? It's like 50 <laughs> degrees Fahrenheit. OMG. 
I don't know how to explain that to the Europeans. Um, <laughs> You're like, no, you guys don't get it. <laughs> you guys don't get it. Um, yeah. Oh. No, but riding the train in today, this is why I want to say this, riding the train in today because it is fog mm-hmm. and it was foggy. It felt very blue. It felt very twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. it. I yeah. know. I love describing things as twilight weather. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. So everyone go see Pearl. So good. Mm-hmm. Mia Goth, I think, is a genius. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love her lots. Um, but yeah. So with that being said. The jump is out of the way. Now it's time to manic. <laughs> so, of course, our manic pixie moments are anything particularly slay, wonderful, gorgeous, beautiful, life-changing, groundbreaking, never been done before, plane, mm-hmm. club, mm-hmm. another club, bus, <laughs> um, no sleep. So, Quinn, mm-hmm. what was that moment for you? Shout out to Lady Gaga because the shirt I traveled in was literally my Chromatica merch. And so like, really? that's like, that's the reason it's in so many of my Grease pictures because that was the only shirt <laughs> I had for a couple of days. So long. Um, yeah, for so long. Um, yeah. And so anyway, my manifesting moment, probably since I've been here was after that cooking class I talked about in the first segment, mm-hmm. we rode a bus back to our hotel and okay. I... For some reason, th- there was a microphone in the bus. Um, and so mm. like you could like talk and it would like, you know, project out to the whole bus. And we were talking to our mm. tour guide and we were like, can you like sing us a song? I don't even know how this came up. But <laughs> people were like, can you like sing us a song? And so she was like, oh, no. And then she like sang us a song in Greek. And um, it was really fun. Also, at this um, little mini manic pixie moment at the... Um, cooking class we were talking about how much olive oil we used in like (laughs) in the course of the cooking class um Mm -hmm. and then I said like I forget what I said I was like I was like we are Greek we have to use I I can't do the accent now because (laughs) I haven't been in Greece for like two weeks now (laughs) yeah I was like I felt very lived in in the accent and I said like in a perfect Greek accent it's like it's Greece you have to use olive oil and my tour guide Mm -hmm. literally from the other side of the table she's like that was very good (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> little recognition there i was like i was like kelly trumbull <laughs> you taught me everything i knew anyway mm-hmm. so my actual minute, so we're driving back she sings us a song and they're like guys let's keep the karaoke going who wants to go next and so wow i'm like clear the fucking floor <laughs> and so Ooh. then of course i take the stage i forget what song yeah. i did first I don't know, but suddenly I became the DJ for karaoke. Like I was just taking people through. <gasps> oh, I sang because <laughs> it was after was we had acapella. Done... Yes, fully acapella. Okay. It was Love after that. we had sang. It was after we had done like the whole fairy thing, and I kept making jokes mm-hmm. about the Titanic on the ferry because, guys, I cannot describe to you how big this boat was. Like it was fully like a cruise ship. <laughs> wow. Like it was a cruise ship that they just is like a passenger ferry. Like it's crazy. Actually, just let people on. Wow. No, literally. Um. And oh my god, that was so out of tune on my part. No, and so I started singing that, and like something. (laughs) <laughs> it was so funny because I like did, I did like a radio edit where I like cut the whole second verse out because I really just wanted <laughs> to sing the bridge. It's a long ass song You're too. Yeah. Here, there's nothing. 
Yeah, and so then I became like VJ, and That's so I so started just like doing all like songs. Everybody, I tried to keep doing songs everybody knew. Oh my god, I failed terribly because we did like wannabe, and so I was like, and like I don't know the words to wannabe like as well as I should. Mm-hmm. And, but I was like, I was confident I knew the rhythm well enough to do Mel B's mm-hmm. rap. Okay, slay. <laughs> because I was like, oh, I know like the cadence of it, and so I can mm-hmm. like do it, and so and so I go, so he's story from A to B. You wanna, and then I. Fully just butcher it. I, I don't really know the words either, to be honest. Yeah, no, I fully no the, the whole the whole song wannabe. Like I just don't. Yeah. I feel like I should know the words like just so much better than I do, but it's just one of those things I've just okay. never. Um, okay, I do so badly want to be like a Spice Girls expert though. Yeah, they were kind of the like, moment. I feel like the Spice Girls are such a cool thing to be a fan of. Maybe it's just my Anglophileness, but. <laughs> Could um, be. Yeah. Could be. And now Drag Race UK is back on. Like, oh wow! I'm sorry You're for the person it. I will become. <laughs> <gasps> no, I'm going to the. I'm going to the UK. I'm pretty sure. Um, like the north. <laughs> Yippee doo! Oh my god! Am I gonna go to Liverpool? <laughs> Liverpool. Liverpool. Manchester. Birmingham. Um, <laughs> Manchester. Oh my god! Perfect. Anyway um yeah wow. and so that's my manifesting moment I was giving not everybody bad. was like oh my god Quinn I was like literally no I'm a trained vocalist I might not sound like it but <laughs> I mean um, as someone who has gone through tough karaoke experiences I'm yeah. really happy for you karaoke is so am. fun I need to like do it more as like a thing although it is really bad because I just be doing whatever and it's not good <laughs> for my voice but anyway don't give a care yeah Becca what mm-hmm. is your manic pixie moment so again, a movie I saw. Mm-hmm. I am obsessed with horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw *Barbarian*, which has Bill Skarsgård in it and some girl. This film, some woman, <laughs> some girl who I, I don't know. <laughs> I heard it was very good. It was so good. I saw an ad for it when I went to see *Nope*. It was literally fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. And I did also post a TikTok that it's literally the audio. Daddy always protects his Ruby fucking baby girl. <laughs> you will go in not understanding how it connects to that film. You will leave <laughs> thinking I'm a genius. <laughs> Trust me. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a little manic, little mini manic pixie moment. Mm-hmm. Clueless. Clueless is back on Netflix. I have watched oh. it. Today yesterday and the day before <laughs> i love it it's my favorite movie i think <laughs> can i tell you can i admit no way can i, I admit say- <laughs> you haven't seen it no what the fuck what the fuck how i'm not a movie person i'm just not that's crazy there are so many movies like i know i should like it's like double wars prada it's like <laughs> wow i think you but it is no i should watch more movies because now it's nice to be like in on things like when i see something about double wars like i'm in on it yeah you get it and like clueless i feel like i know like a lot like clueless i feel like it becomes a thing where it's like clueless like i feel like i've seen the movie without like seeing the movie you know right because it is such like a zeitgeist moment but then like do you ever have a moment when you're watching the movie being like wow i'm actually watching it like that makes sense (laughs) No, I got that. Yeah, like, because like, wow. you're like, oh, like when I was watching Devil Wars Prada, I'm like, oh, this is like actually what it is. 
Yeah, especially if you hear so much about it before. Yes, yeah. You're like, oh, this is actually like what the thing is. Like, I think that's an interesting process that I've been like more aware of recently. Like, like, maybe I'm actually watching it. Yeah, it's happening. Maybe that's how I feel about Star Wars if I ever do watch it. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't know though. (laughs) I was thinking about because I watched the premiere of Survivor last night, and I was thinking about because Survivor had the premiere of season 43 this week. (laughs) well u.s survivor and i was thinking about oh my dear i randomly <laughs> thought about because i started watching season 26 and i mm-hmm. like binge watched the whole thing before it was on in, like any streaming services um yeah and um i was like wow soon it'll be well now it's fully been like i've been watching survivor 10 years and it's like crazy to think that i've been doing anything for 10 years but like i've fully been yeah, watching that God. show for 10 years um <laughs> and yeah. Like, I also had the thought that's like, oh, soon it will have been that I've watched more seasons like live as they were airing. Whoa. Than it was, than I had. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's weird. Insane that the Mm -hmm. show is, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Now I'm like, how could anybody like, I know people still do like watch the whole thing. How could you? catch up though <laughs> oh no I, I don't know because like I literally yeah because I've thought about it because I've thought about like I go through phases where I'm like oh I really just want to rewatch Survivor and I'm like but how could I like I feel like we, <laughs> I missed my only opportunity to ever do that during like the pandemic yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. it's just like I will never have time never have that animal, your, especially because yeah. like you think like because like if you only watch Survivor, then you'll miss out on so many other things. But like you kind of have to only watch Survivor if you want to make it through all forty three yeah. fucking seasons within like a year. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit! Wow. But anyway. Wow. But yeah, that is our episode. Becca and I God. are back from our little recording hiatus and so yeah we're gonna keep trying to bring you guys stuff Mm -hmm. (laughs) while (laughs) thanks i'm over here in Mm -hmm. in europa um (laughs) um, (laughs) and so yeah um but we hope you guys like the stainless deep dives youtube besties y'all really came out for the julia fox one it was crazy yeah loves it thank you that's some numbers (laughs) on youtube um Mm -hmm. but our our youtube fans a silent a silent little majority in our community yeah literally they stay strong they're consistent because y'all be watching y'all don't say shit about this show to us though (laughs) (laughs) no comments no comments, no likes, no nothing. But y'all, but y'all are running the views up every week. Interesting. It almost Interesting. makes me believe you don't have a YouTube account. <laughs> oh, so maybe that's it. Maybe that is it. Um, but yeah, guys, engage with us. Um, but anyway, yeah. that's a really good segue into Becca. <laughs> Where can people actually follow you if they want to like keep up with you, which they should? Oh yeah, they can follow me on Instagram at Becca Hobart. Mm-hmm. Twitter, Bex Gloss, and TikTok, where I'll grow in during World War III. They can also find me being the first female owner of Kittens, Cats, and Claws. (laughs) 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 The first store um, for miniature litter boxes. 
So Quinn. <laughs> one thing I'm always thinking. One thing I'm always thinking when I clean out my cat's litter box is just, damn, does he need all this space? Why is it so fucking big? <laughs> I'm like drowning in this. <laughs> it's too much litter. Too much litter. Um, yeah. So you know, I'm there to cater to you. Quint, where can the people keep up with you <laughs> as an individual? <laughs> oh my god. You I can know. find <laughs> You can find me at Quimpy Murphy on both Instagram and TikTok and at Quimpy Murphy underscore on Twitter. <laughs> you can also find me being a silent investor in kittens, <laughs> cats, and claws, the first ever store to sell a mini litter box. Also, um, the first ever store to sell um cat specific scarves because the curvature of a cat's neck is actually very special and unlike any other mammal and so you need to be able to make an ergonomically correct scarf for it um and that's something that becca will only understand and will only come to through her own personal research and i will be there to support her in her endeavor and maybe even put some money behind it Thank you so much for that. All the millions and thousands and billions of dollars we're making off of this podcast will help to fuel <laughs> what's going right on with kittens, yeah. cats, and claws. Um, and so, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and speaking of, Becca, where can people follow the show if they are so inclined? Oh, yeah. Okay. They can follow Manic Pixie Jump Scare on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube, actually, where we do post the podcast at large. Um, guys. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know why I just got so giggly all of a sudden. But anyway, guys, please comment on the YouTube videos. And also there's like exclusive content there usually. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we're sitting on some comment corners to use, but please Mm -hmm. send us in more because we honestly could not could not have enough. Yeah, we don't have enough. We don't have enough. (laughs) So Beck and I are like, we're gone, we're away from we're AFK for three weeks. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna come back to a booming inbox, y'all. It's dry in there. It's dry. Around the beach, That's our inbox right now, actually. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> <laughs> no, chromatical. Did you, have you seen the video of in Miami when they the can, the concert had to be canceled because of the thunder? Yeah. Um, yeah. And lightning, and then. <laughs> They were literally singing Rain on Me, and then there's just this huge thunder clap, and everybody's like, oh. Oh. <laughs> like, damn. Maybe we can't manifest clear skies. Literally. Um, oh but God. we can, though, so that was stupid of me to say. But anyway. um, Well, I guess, I suppose, till freaking next time. Yes. We're Quinn. Quinn. And, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And thank, thank you, you for listening. Bye. Bye. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.